Lights, camera, action. Hello and welcome to another edition of Movie Madness in association with Spitball and Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kinnett and Keenan Bonner. No Sean Shoot again here, but we are now in the second round of the bracket. And today's matchup is 2004's Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, or get the Munchies, wherever you're located, through after beating Ted in round one, up against 2008 Step Brothers, through after beating 21 Jump Street in round one big episode this this is two of my favorites quite honestly mm. be interesting to see which way your votes go a tough match you so, have a, a lot more love i love how kumar but i would say you're the, the yeah well i've got some connoisseur i've got some good bit of info here so it's it's i think it's one of the first times we've been able to speak about sequels other than american pie where we've actually spoken favorably about them because yeah. Otherwise, sequels-wise, it seems they go too far one way in terms of trying to copy it, or they wait too long and people just don't really care anymore. And Harold and Kumar, I think there was, I'm going to say... Four years? Three or four years. Yeah, four years between the first and the second, but they did switch it up. So, so four they got, wait, isn't it? Yeah, two sequels there they've got. So Guantanamo Bay and uh, <laughs> A Very Harold and Kumar Christmas. I love both sequels, but in this case, I do prefer the original. I know some of my favourite films are sequels, Back to the Future 2 being one of them. But in this case, I, I I think they can come close to the original, but the original does still stand out for me in terms of the three. I have fond memories of Guantanamo Bay. Well, it's got admit, Rob, Rob Caudry in there. Not for your head upwards. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but I don't really remember. I have definitely seen it because I know it's got to do with a like a, a mob, bo- a Russian mob boss in a Christmas party. But I don't really remember anything from the third one. So I'll do say I don't think they detract from the first one. They they do something a bit different in each one. So the second and third lean more into the stoner genre than the first one does. So it's heavily referenced in the first one, whereas it's yeah. far more of a big deal. They, they've referenced they want to go to Amsterdam and they're about to set off as we go into the second at the end of the first one and straight into it in the second one. Yeah. Which actually makes it a bit cooler when you realise the time in between that they still picked up straight away. Yeah, I do like I do like that. It's I know it's a completely yeah. different genre film. It's also it's one of the things that I love about the John Wick films. Yeah. Is the, that the, it just rolls on. The second like again pushes the very limits really of the racial stereotype jokes and much like the first one (laughs) they're doing it in a way as to mock the people that do hold the stereotypes rather than to embrace some of the other way you usually see like a racial stereotype joke and it'd be at the expense of probably mexicans or something like that where it would be to laugh at them rather than on their side as to how they perceive it going on yeah with that you've got it, they end up in Guantanamo Bay, obviously. Kumar gets stopped while going through the airport. He blames prejudice and says uh, <laughs> it's a disgrace that he's stopped. In the end, he's let through anyway. And the irony there is he does have weed and a bong on him. 
Yeah. He gets on the plane, smokes with the bong. Some old woman sees him in the toilet and with his character as per usual, they how ridiculous it is that he can't wait three hours to get to Amsterdam and he has to smoke on the plane. And as he's saying, it's a bong, the old woman thinks he says bomb. And because he's uh, Asian, it causes all, all, all the more uproar. Yeah. And they're taken straight to Guantanamo without any defence because they they say, we we know you've been waiting for this. And Rob Corsi <laughs> does really nail the role. Yes. The, uh, just so, as a side note, because I think about it more when I think about the second film, it's amazing to me that Cal Penn did that uh, about six months later, he had a role in the White House. Yeah, and then leaves the White House again to film the Christmas movie. Yeah, it is mental That's that crazy, he goes though. from wearing that <laughs> beard and pretending to be... Like, he had to... Um, so, it was one of them where he resigned from his role but was told, like, it's going to be there when you come back because they said, officially... They couldn't really have him making a stoner movie while employed by the president. So (laughs) he left the role and then came back. Um, Some of the jokes, Rob Corddry is the racist cop. He can't understand the accents of both parents, even though they're speaking full English (laughs) and need a translator. He refuses to believe the clear evidence when it's put right in their face. Um, they play up in the neighbourhood about how scary the gang is when they're actually coming to help fix the car <laughs> and they have a clean criminal record. He pours away the grape soda saying that's going to make them start talking. <laughs> so literally every stereotype you can think of, they do go through in the second movie. Yeah, and they, they do really pay do. homage. Like we spoke about American Pie yesterday, didn't we, where there was the radio scene that links back to the uh, webcam scene in American Pie 1. Mm. Um and this time they have the skydive, whereas they have the kind of paraglider in the first one. Yeah. On the Christmas one, not to give you the full rundown, but just for why I love it, really. Um, it's carried on NPH, where they're going with what's happened in public. He's now publicly gay, but that's all a sham for him being able to put his hands on women without being uh, <laughs> judged for it. So that's <laughs> his character in the film. You've got... Um, Danny Trejo comes in as Maria's dad. Yeah. Um, shows some growth for the pair of them that Kumar ends up having a child uh, in the film. Harold is quitting weed and trying to impress the parents. And as you said, Keenan, Russian mobsters are a nice touch too. Yeah. There's a scene where they become clay people, uh, where they inhale cocaine at the party. And that was actually supposed to lead on to them having an adult swim uh cartoon tv show oh, shit. Come afterwards yeah. and they actually sat sat down and they did read-throughs for it and there's no explanation as to why it didn't happen other than if you look and you'll see in forums and things they say adult swim essentially commission about a thousand shows a year and probably less than a hundred get made so <laughs> either it's one of them where harold or kumar didn't want to carry on doing it for what it was worth they both still say, even in, they did an interview a couple of months back saying they'd love to do another Harold and Kumar movie. Yeah. But it I, might just be one of them where it's easy to say it when you know it's, hard it's probably to not going to be made. Because yeah. John Cho does completely different now, doesn't he? A very yeah. serious actor, no? Yeah, exactly. He's very, very, was, very good. Or well. say the film Searching with him in. Great little watch. But the sequels, basically, I've said all that to say, 
I do really enjoy the sequels and I actually think they add to it on this occasion rather than let's talk about it as that and then the sequels are a separate entity. Yeah, fair. I, I, yeah. Okay. Step Brothers. So, no sequel, obviously. Multiple concepts were drawn up and contemplated. Um, the two ideas that were pitched, one idea was going to see the brothers uh, start a sequel as functioning adults with jobs. One of them would be married with a child. And then, of course, their natural immaturity threatens that their lives start falling apart and they have to go back to square one together and rebuild their lives. The other idea was that their parents are going into a retirement home and they see this, they visit them the first time and they feel that they've also earned the right to retire because of the hard life that they've had. (laughs) And so they join them in the retirement home and they move forward with things and cause chaos there because the parents still can't escape them. I what prefer, happened? Sorry, sorry, man. I was going to say I, I don't know about you boys, but I was going to say is that those two. I take the second idea over yeah. the first one. If it has more legs to it, yeah. yeah. Like I understand the three, the like the three, three peaks and the or the three story arc up, down, up, down, up. Things going well, they're going bad. They recover at the end. I get that, but with these two characters, they're that fucking hapless. They don't really need a downswing. That that big <laughs> downswing. Like, it wouldn't work. No. You'd have to try and put like an emotional arc in there. You'll you'll never find a comedy where there's kids and they quite literally just don't care about having the kid. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we've seen we've seen the thing of having a kid swear before. That's we've seen that a thousand times. So that would be nothing new really either. Yeah. And then do you know, like also like you think about the first film, there aren't really that many down they don't re- like they don't have that great a downswing. The hardest no. downswing in the film is they've got to go and get a job. Yeah. <laughs> well, every, most people watching the cinema yeah. have just come from work and they've just paid yeah. for their ticket. So it is, it's not, it's not for them, for they to be at the top and doing well and um, prestige worldwide is, is, is flying. They're making money and then one of them does something stupid. Then they go back to square one. God, it'd be depressing. What, yeah. so, so what happened was, this, they kind of considered this is always going to be there. And so they pressed ahead with Anchorman 2, which we've mm-hmm. just spoken about. That obviously does horribly compared to what they would like. People mm-hmm. start saying it's kind of brought Anchorman to shame. By the way, if you ever wanted to see anything about um, critics' reviews, check them out on Rotten Tomatoes for um, Anchorman because several of them say it tops the first film and it's a really intellectual play on how news is today. So that's how you need to know but essentially this comes out and then they go from Anchorman 2 and they start going to work on Holmes and Watson Holmes and Watson is the final nail in the coffin the Feral Riley stock is as low as it can possibly be (laughs) all respect to the great David Dobkin I don't think the Eurovision one is putting Will Ferrell's stock any higher so no Step Brothers is going to sell, but you're probably not going to get the blockbuster budget that you would have got in probably 2010, two years after it came out. Yeah, if they mate, if they do it, then the sky is their limit. They will, they, people would have chucked money at them. Yeah, most definitely. Like hand over, they would have fallen over in themselves to give each other money. Maybe this is Will Ferrell's. Sorry, man, I was going to say maybe this is Will Ferrell's version of the mid uh, of the mid twos Sandler. Maybe he's just got to make some bad films. 
he has made bad films and I, I don't think his bad films you can get away with the same as Sandler's bad films because Sandler's bad films are costing him probably a tenth of the price and it's just him and his mates having a good time whereas <laughs> Farrell's are still ended up in the cinema Jack and Joe was in the cinema yeah we that's one that we don't we just don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> it's like Budapest we don't talk about <laughs> I, what I was going to say was um, say you're a movie exec here um you get put on the table in front of you Anchorman 2, Step Brothers 2. Not which one you would have rather seen. From a money-making perspective, do you not think Anchorman 2 was the play for them? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they made a mistake from a business point of view saying, right, Step Brothers is still going to be there. Anchorman's the one that we kind of put all our eggs in that basket. I do think, however, that... You could you could make Step Brothers two for a lot less. Essentially, Step Brothers, all you need are those two to yeah, make, make yeah. a film. Yes, Rob Riggle's great in it. Adam Scott's great in it. I can't remember the name of the two parents, but they're both great in it. Um, so is they, like the side characters and supporting characters that are there are great. But if you take them out, and you if you repl- like replace them sort of price wise for actors. Like you could throw the mum. No offense to her, you could throw anyone in. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she has no. There's <laughs> not 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 a lot of substance there. Um, anyone can do. So I don't know what they're paying. But if they, if there's people, you could you can chop and change. Whereas Anchorman, you can't get rid of you can't get rid of those four or Christina Applegate. No. And I can imagine when they made the sequel, Paul Rudd especially. I imagine was. Commanding a pretty, yeah. well, quite a quite yeah. a pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if we go back to the originals, then, and I'll stick with you, Keenan. Um, Harold and Kumar. What is it that you love most about it? Freak show and his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey. Uh, actually, no. Sorry, I take it back. It's uh, Wilson Phillips. Okay. Okay. For for me, it was quite simple i think you put it um when we did um one of the films in the last episode and it was just the cast for for me i think it was dumb and dumb you said it about mm. right from john cho calpen mph all the way to david krumholtz and eddie k thomas is goldstein and rosenberg mm-hmm. i just I, I find it such a lovable cast to to get into that i could watch them go on i get that M- all MPH. sorts of adventures mph <laughs> But I like I said, I can't remember the third one. I'm sure from what you've just said about his role in it, I'm sure he's fucking great, but I can't really remember. But in the first two, he tries having a sneaky tug on this woman's back while <laughs> giving her a massage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you can't do that, man. No? <laughs> no, I mean, after uh, post Me Too, I don't think they'll be putting that on, on film. But like he's, he's mustard. Yeah, she asks so if there's any lotion, and he says, just. Hang on a minute. Uh, <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> what What do you love most about Howard and Kumar, um, TK? I did put simply MPH. Um, <laughs> but uh, there is also a strange sense of comfort how little the film is really about. There's yeah. nothing really about it. I have a strange sense of comfort about it. Which, for a stoner film, is fucking perfect, isn't it? I do love yeah. seeing all them burgers yeah. at the end as well. <laughs> yeah, why? Why? I, I, 
I, one of my endeavours in life is genuinely just to eat White Castle because of that film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great advertising for them. Yeah. Keenan, um, what do you love most about Step Brothers? Exactly what you've just said about Howard and Kumar. It's those, t- <laughs> it's those, t- uh, it's those two, and I think I gave a similar answer for Dumb and Dumber, but I am just a sucker for it. I could, I could tell you the dialogue, I could tell you the pacing of the film. I don't, I think it's one of those films that it, it, there isn't a lot of slow bits, which is I always appreciate. There's always something going on, yeah. um, but it is just the chemistry between those, those two. Yeah. I went for just the quotability of it. Um, yeah. I do think it's one of the most quotable in the bracket. Mm-hmm. I think this is the, the peak of Will Ferrell. I don't think he go, comes any higher than this. And I think having Adam Scott in there to bounce off just makes him that little bit better. So this is the 08, quotability man. for me. Yeah, 08, yeah. So this is post-Ricky. No, I'm, not, I'm not arguing, but this is obviously post-Old post School, post-Anchorman, post-Tallinn yeah. Night. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you make Yeah, you might well be right, mate. Uh, what about what about you, TK? I was thinking that if you told me the synopsis, basically two middle-aged men who act like kids and live with their parents, I would instinctively kind of be a bit turned off and hate these guys. Just something about that would kind of rile me a little bit. But they make it incredibly make it incredibly likable. I guess that's maybe the strength of the film. Yeah. How'd you? How, what are we calling middle-aged and living with your parents? Well, they're in their... Me and you are still good, mate. Don't worry. Yeah, we're, gonna we, say. We, we've got another, about a, we've got another 15 years or so before Unless you two have been lying to me about your age. No. Uh, TK, I'm pretty every sure... time we come on the pod, TK is just harboring this resentment. Um, <laughs> he's, out pay, he's out paying rent and bills, mate. Me and you living sweet. Don't worry. Um, I think one of them says... Well, I'm pretty sure it's thir- they're either 38 and 39 or 39 and 40. Yeah, that's right at the right. start when Robert and the when like, Robert and the mum are, go, are, are going are yeah. on. Um, she says, "Oh, I've got a." I'm pretty sure he says, oh, "I've got a 39 year old son who lives with me." Yeah, got, I have 38 <gasps> in my head, but I heard yeah. her saying something like, "You're 38 years old. I don't need some yeah. like that." Yeah. You, you know what I mean, though. Not not so much living at yeah, the. Sort of older actors pretending to behave like kids. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, kind of painful at times if they get yeah. it wrong. But these two obviously yeah. absolutely nail it. Yeah, I, I hate that for the most part. But mm. by the way, where I said about Will Ferrell's peak, the first film he does after Step Brothers um, is Land of the Lost. If that tells you the direction it's going, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. He does still have the other guys to come after that, so there oh, is that. Wow. Uh, yeah, but. The last thing to go is your punch, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually quite like the campaign as well. Oh, shit, yeah, I really like that. Was that Galifianakis? Yeah. I think it's a great film, and I think Cam, not Newton, it's not his name, Cam, the guy he plays in that, <laughs> the Southern yeah. Republican, uh, sorry, Southern Demo- Democrat, it's fantastic. I actually like both Get Hard and um, Daddy's Home as well, so. Get Hard's not great. That being said, I do still think that was the. I don't think any of them are better than Step Brothers, so I would stick with what I said about the P. Yeah, the the only one that would run it anywhere near close is the other guys. He's ended up is. in the Impractical Jokers movie for God's sake. I like Impractical Jokers. He shouldn't be anywhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend I know what they are. Wow. 
I think you'd quite like it. Okay. Mm. I yeah. feel like I've heard of it, I just don't know what it is. Mm. It's like a hidden camera, kind of. Oh, I'm already done, done. Don't it's good. this hidden camera nonsense. It's good, it's good. Yeah, as far um, as those type of things go, it's good. Okay, I believe you, but Norm- Normally with, like you said, if someone said to me a hidden camera thing, I'd be like, okay, yeah. I haven't seen this yeah. before, but they are. It's not, they it's are not, good. it's not pranks, like, but, do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm 25, I, I am watching you being, you being It's a good little yeah, 20 minutes while different. you're having your dinner or something. Yeah, okay. true. Cool. Uh, one nitpick then, uh, TK, if we go to you first, um, what is your biggest nitpick with Harold and Kumar? Bottle in the foursome. You gotta get, you gotta get in there, lads. <laughs> if she offers the reach around, they're in. Yeah, but he offers it. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. If she offers it, they yeah. probably take a rough with the smooth. But when he's saying he wants it first, it's probably a no go. There, it literally is a lot of rough answers. There's a lot of rough. Well. <laughs> For me, I could have done with another ten minutes. I think even well. if it's just them. Monging on the sofa with Goldstein and Rosenberg. You get another one of them adverts. Maybe the Katie Holmes pops up on the screen again. <laughs> you just said you want to see Katie Holmes tits in that film. <laughs> no, just that just the little kind of them on the sofa making yeah. their comments a bit. I could have done with I mean, I would quite happily have enjoyed that, but at one hour twenty eight that would go against what we say is uh, optimum runtime. Mm. But hey, if Messi takes an extra touch, it's different to Koscielny. Um... <laughs> yeah, I had Socrates in my head, so we're thinking about the defenders. Right ballpark. Yeah. Keenan, um, what's your nitpick with Harry Kumar? Sort of a similar thing to yours is how much energy these two lads have for people who are constantly stoned. <laughs> <laughs> They're sprinting around at about five different points in this film. Yeah. Harold is far too organised for a stoner, isn't he, really? Yeah. <laughs> he's got his shit together. Yeah. Like, is how much energy they've got for lads who are supposed to be constantly stoned. Step Brothers, I gave my nitpick while we did the actual original episode, and I stand by um, Robert's reaction to his boat being wrecked is, is bending Brennan over his knee and spanking <laughs> him. It would have been much funnier if he just punched him. I, I never really found the sleepwalking that funny either, so two nitpicks there. The sleepwalking, you can't... I, like, it is funny-ish, but I do sort of agree, because they do it twice, don't they? Yeah. Um, if you chop them out of the film, the one bit where they wake up in the morning and the bits are everywhere, like there's a handbag in the oven. The second oh, look, time is what does it to me. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't add anything, really. It's just mildly funny. Um, my nitpick for Step Brothers. Uh, it's a weird one, but it's just how it is a weird one. But it's how quickly it all comes together. Like these seem they these two are fucking hapless losers for thirty nine years of their life, and then suddenly they've got a job <laughs> and a company. In, in yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> like you've got to get a job. All right, mate. Now we run our own company. <laughs> oh, I hadn't, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. Actually, getting a job, so okay, I'll do it, and then yeah. straight to the top. Gets the car in a wine mixer. Well, exactly, mate. Yeah, he goes to sell helicopters, and next thing you know, they've got karaoke in pubs. They're running their own company. It's going really good. <laughs> All right, brilliant. 
It's like the American uh, dream on crack. <laughs> but everyone's going to pick on Gone. No, if you, you just you did do, bin TK. You, yeah. I couldn't you, remember if it was TK that gave that as the nitpick no. or whether it was Keenan. No, you, you guys have given some uh, good nitpicks there. Mine would be just the idea the, the parents essentially come around to the idea they actually want them to go back to acting like kids. It's yeah. an odd thing in my mind. <laughs> as much as they love them, they're never going back to actually, you know what, go back to how you were. They're not going to do that. <laughs> um, last scene standing then. So is there anything in either of these two films that is going to dislodge the pursuit of happiness from the top spot? The, have you not? Have you not got one, Harold and Kumar, with how so much you the, love this film? The ones I had in mind still don't top the pursuit of happiness scene for me. The one I had from Harold and Kumar was um, them picking up NPH for the first time. Yeah, you got yeah, it. That's more would be if I was going for best quotes. I think more than the entire scene. I do enjoy the Wilson Phillips scene as well, but that's mm. also like eighteen seconds of them singing before that comes to a halt. So. Still Step think it's Brothers. the best inclusion of that song in any film. Step Brothers yep. would probably go for the interviews. Great shout. Uh, or, and I feel like I say this, and I think it's genuinely a window into my psyche, but if you put violence in a comedy film, I will laugh hysterically without fail every time. <laughs> it's up until the point that they both knock each other out. It's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> but I do think I would take the fight in Anchorman over the fight in Step Brothers, so yeah, Project X still wins for more. Let's fight another day. Um, if we go on to then a line from the film that would work as a Tinder bio before we reveal the result here. So Howard and Kumar, we just referenced the scene. Um, yeah, I've been craving burgers too, uh, fur burgers. I'm not sure how many matches we get in with that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I want that feeling. The feeling comes over a man when he gets exactly what he desires. No, perfect. It's quite sweet, though. <laughs> um, it was a standout one from Aaron and Kumar as well. I thought someone else might have it. Go on. Who wants to? You know the Holocaust. Down? Picture the complete opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to say that. Um, <laughs> who wants the first reach around would be great. Um, <laughs> you'd have to be looking for a very specific type of partner but... Joe any TK before we go on to Step Brothers uh, let's go get some pussy it's a sausage fest in it <laughs> let's go get some poo time <laughs> for Step Brothers I had a couple um, you know what's good for shoulder pain was my, my first one <laughs> <laughs> I thought one that would probably apply to me uh quite well as a tinder buyer would be if i just put in there to start with did we just become best friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> lovely it's nice it's not quite a line but taken from the film i want to be rolled up into a little ball in your vagina <laughs> it's taken from the film but not a direct quote well, i had i'm just thinking about our life together i feel like i'm walking on a cloud my penis <laughs> is tingling right now <laughs> and <laughs> I've travelled 500 miles to give my seed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good one. <laughs> Sounds I, like uh, you're wobbling about there, Keenan. Because <laughs> you got me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Phone's rested on the belly, so it wobbles when I laugh. I can't help it. 
Uh, you know what really gets my dick hard helping out a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that doesn't uh, charm, charm, I don't know what will. No. I mean, so, when we. Sorry, I know we're going to come on to right. the categories, but as that line obviously came from uh, Derek, the battle yeah. of psychouts between MPH and Derek is a real yeah, clash of the titans. So, I mean, yeah, you'll see the, the categories now because um, it did. Oh, I, I agonised over me. that for an evening. I'll tell you, the people I thought were going to go one way went the other way. So, mm. um, ultimately, um, it was another wide result, and it did finish 7 1 in favour of Step Brothers, with there being uh, four tied categories. Um, mainly, uh, Sean didn't help there. It was going to be, uh, there were a lot that were kind of resting that it could have been close to Harold and Kumar, but he went the other way with his scorecard coming through last. Um, Run through uh, Step Brothers took um, which did you prefer? Rewatchability went to Harold and Kumar. Most quotable, best quote, and best moment slash scene went to Step Brothers. It was tied for best side character, which goes into what we said there. Mm. I believe, did you both go for Step Brothers? No, I went MPH, mate. Side character. Yeah, there we go. There was. Um, bigger impact went to uh, Step Brothers. Um, originality went to Step Brothers. Uh, we were tied for MVP, best soundtrack, which surprised me for soundtrack and um, ending. Who went Step Brothers for soundtrack? As far as I'm aware, TK and Sean. Okay. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I assumed actually. I don't. No, know I was, I I was questioning whether I'd. Uh, got me font wrong again then but but then i did look back at step brothers and there there is some uh, there are some bangers in there yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. um and ending was also a tie and then uh chemistry went in favor of step brothers bringing the seven one tie bringing the seven one uh win for step brothers so step brothers goes through to the next round and will face the winner of wedding crashes against game night so did you go for uh, Derek for best side character league? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, well, fair enough. I'll say because I went for MPH as well. MPH, baby, phenomenal. Yeah. MPH that's is what, an Ezekiel that's tough, level tough tough that's, that's what kind of shot me, so there we go. Yeah. Um, but thanks again for listening to another edition of Movie Badness. We'll have another episode dropping tomorrow, the final one of the week. Uh, as I said, Wedding Crashes Against Game Night. Next week, we'll be getting into... The final two matchups of the, the uh, second round, and then after that, it's going to be uh, one final episode to go through the remaining rounds. I'll try to make that a good one. So uh, keep tuned. Not long to go before we crown a winner for the people. Goodbye. <laughs>